0: thanks again for tuning in to yet another podcast here. Infamous coming at you live from once again San Jose, California. So let's just look at uh, some motorcycle news, of course, that we just saw from Indian and EBR. Eric Buell they haven't been making motorcycles in about a minute, and now they're um, you know they're they're in the works of making some some pretty good production bikes, from what I've seen in the res- recent news, of course. Um, we have Rolling Sands designed a beautiful FXR lookalike, a beautiful performance cruiser. They're calling it the Super Cruiser. It's got a monoshock, but it has that frame of the FXR. So, uh, you know, it, it tugs at the at the heartstrings of some of the FXR Dyna, Dyna Bros. So, yes, no FXRs are very beautiful. They look amazing. Of course, that frame is iconic. You can recognize it. And the super, the super Cruiser looks amazing. Like I said, it's got a Memphis Shades gauntlet fairing on it. Uh, the stance, monoshock. Performance-wise, it is amazing. 180 horsepower. That's what they're claiming. Horsepower, sorry. They're claiming 180 horsepower. A little bit over 100 foot-pounds of torque. And the bike weighs about 450 pounds. And that's still lighter than what Harley has with the uh, Sportster S. So there is a lot of performance. Uh, based off of my own research, of course, we saw that uh, they're using a Rotex engine, 1125, and I, I'm guessing uh, they're modifying the top end. So, you're looking at 1190, is that correct? I can't remember off the top of my head, but they, uh, they've they modified it. Uh, you know, they are bike builders, so um, as far as R&D research and development, like I said, Rotex has been around for a minute. They've been producing plenty of engines for can-am for atvs uh yeah so they've been they've been making they have a little bit of history so you have a little bit of peace of mind when it comes to like i said research and development and you don't have to be of course like we saw with harley the early uh m8s that were having of course some some uh, pumping issues something issues some oil uh problems of course and uh for the most part it looks like they've resolved Harley, of course, I'm talking about Harley. looks like they've resolved some of those issues, but my only grudge with Harley is, you know, um, announce a recall, recall those 2017s, 2018s, and 2019s, fix those pumps. I'm just saying, hey, do right by your customer. Uh, When you're introducing something new and you're providing, you know, some, some, some warranty, just announce a recall, recall those bikes, and fix those pumps. So on to of course the super cruiser a very good looking bike blacked out is this going to be the final form of of course this is a concept i mean what i'm saying is is, is this going to be it as far as production i don't know if they could keep on making that custom radiator after watching the video it's got a custom radiator that blends in very nicely with the with the bike you guys have seen the uh the revolution max it's got that radiator and it just sticks out like a sore thumb it's just design-wise, of course. Like I said, it looks great, but I'm, I mean, what about the cost of the bike? It's gonna be about twenty thousand bucks. That's what everybody's claiming. The super cruiser, they might release it at twenty thousand, but if it has this type of attention to detail as far as you know the brakes, uh, the frame, the monoshock, shock, um, the uh, the tires, and of, and of course the performance man, I see this bike a little bit higher than, than $25,000 the way it sits. But like I mentioned, Hey, if they could, if they could make a couple shortcuts, you know, as far as the TFT display, that's something that I don't really need myself, but, um, uh, I could see that benefiting as far as the performance, uh, monitoring your, your, uh, performance, your, your temps, all that other stuff. And of course, if it has ride modes, then, you know, that's also another plus, so great build rolling sands i'm looking forward to it it's predicted 2025 um you know there's a lot of people out there saying hey if i want a performance bike i'd get a performance bike but like i mentioned this this bike you know it's just it's a nice blend between both worlds performance and of course your cruiser uh feel your, your cruiser handling your cruiser type of bike overall comfort of being of course upright and not being hunched over the tank, not having the weight and the pressure on your wrist, on your uh, on your shoulders, uh, stuff like that, and not have that, uh, that those back aches. At uh, I mean, if you're at 35, 40 years old, of course you might have some discomfort as far as age. But I, I mean, I can see this if you're younger and you want a performance bike. Uh, why spend twenty thousand dollars when you could spend what is that? Nine thousand, ten thousand for an R6, or or a R1, depending if you are getting it used. I can see that happening, but this is the kind of stuff that we need to advance. Uh, you know, just just competition-wise, just to kind of push Harley, push Indian to kind of keep them um, innovating as far as you know what they have available available for the for the consumer. So let's move on to the another announcement: the Super Chief. I like what uh, Indian did here. I'm a fan of the uh, of, of the Chief. I test-wrote this a couple of times uh, the last two years when they introduced the new frame. I really didn't think it was completely new, but they're claiming it's 80% different from the existing Chief. So, I mean, it looks identical. I, I don't know what they did, but as far as what they're claiming, of course, this is 80% new. Compared, of course, like I mentioned, from what I test rode, but man, I like what they did. Uh, based off of the um, the dark course, this is only a thousand dollars more. It's only a thousand dollars more, and you get a lot of goods. All right, you get inverted forks, you get dual disc brakes, you get piggyback shocks, you get um, you get a fairing, a quarter fairing, a new quarter fairing. So overall, it's just uh, handling. The uh the, the suspension is improved and that's all and oh and your stopping power is also improved and that's only for an extra thousand bucks. Alright, I've always said this in a lot of my videos. If you're trying to upgrade the suspension on your bike, even just the the rear shocks, i it's gonna cost you over a thousand bucks. All right. Even even the front end, if you're trying to buy a, a front end, a inverted front end easily with dual disc brakes of course if you're buying it in the aftermarket uh, you're looking at about three thousand to six thousand dollars depending on who you go with with uh, which aftermarket manufacturer you decide to go with plus there's still the labor uh, that you have to install this and you know do the work of the install itself so if you're out there and you like how these bikes perform man you can't beat this price for just an extra thousand bucks so the MSRP for the Sport Chief sits at eighteen nine, dollars so $19,000. So that is higher than the Lowrider S, which is pretty much what it's competing against. But you have to keep in mind you have ABS standard on the Super Chief. You don't get that with the Lowrider S. You also have a TFT display, which is you know quite nice. And you have riding modes on top of that. So what's that one thing that the lower that the Lowrider S has on this bike? Now I believe it might have cruise control. I'm not entirely sure if it does. Uh, let's let me just check real quick. All right, after looking for it, I don't seem to find cruise control standard on the Super Chief. So that might be one thing uh, that you could count against it. So let's go ahead and go over that. Of course, uh, you get the Lowrider S. You have you have oil cooler. And you have cruise control, uh, which you get with the uh, Super Chief that the Lowrider S does not have, is the uh, TFT display. You have piggyback shocks. I guess you could, you know, count that against it. Uh, and uh, and you also have ride modes, which is something that I really enjoyed myself. Like I said in my test rides, uh, just being able to switch it between um, rain mode or touring to sport mode, it's a huge difference. This bike feels completely different across all three modes. You will be surprised how well and how responsive this bike is in sport mode. So you can switch between modes. If you're riding two up with your loved one, of course you don't want their <laughs> you don't want them banging up against Uh, you know, the back of your head, you don't want them getting whiplash or falling off the back of the bike. So then that's when you would probably, uh, ride it in rain mode or touring mode. It's just a little bit smoother acceleration. And then, uh, once you're riding solo and you have to get out of a pickle or something like that, you put this thing in, um, in sport mode and you're gone. All right. Let me tell you, there was quite a few riders at the, um, at at the demo event and you know i'd say 50 percent of people did not like the ride modes they didn't like sport mode because just how twitchy and responsive the bike is so this this does have a 116 which is the biggest displacement indian has to offer as far as potential because i've been getting asked uh, which one's faster the low rider s or the uh, indian i'll be honest i have not test ridden the indian over 100 miles per hour so i can't really say Based off of some of the feedback from people that have owned it, they've mentioned it's got short legs. So you could, you know, do with that as you will. But as far as my two cents, it is, it's responsive, it's aggressive, it feels amazing. But when it comes to potential, I believe the low rider is, is where it's at because you could always go up to 131, 135, or. You know, if you're worried about overheating or if you're worried about destroying the engine, you could always, you know, tone it down with a 128 or maybe a 124 and then uh, going with an aftermarket tune. So, as far as performance and potential, I would say Harley has it with their Milwaukee 8, but if you want, you know, production, speed, power, performance, handling, TFT display, features, ABS, all of this other good stuff, then you have to lean towards the uh, the Super Chief. So as far as, you know, the new fairing, I'm not a huge fan of it, but they have some options. It does look different. Uh, I would say the uh, Harley quarter fairing, the new one looks better than this one. But if you guys have been following uh, that that fairing, it's got a lot of issues. The bracket breaks off all the time. And this is where I keep on recommending Denton Uh, Or what is it called Denton performance for the fairing if you like that style that quarter fairing like I said It looks really nice and they offer of course more windshields. You could go up to 16 inches and uh, You'll get a little bit more protection, but man the super chief It's an amazing looking bike and like I said it actually costs less than the lowrider s once you factor in ABS standard so uh, you know, you can look at it both ways. Like I said, it doesn't have a, a uh, oil cooler, but how much is an oil cooler going to cost you? It's going to cost you about two to 300 bucks, depending on who you go with. And then, um, as far as uh, cruise control, that might be another $300. So it's pretty much, you know, it's, it's pretty close. All right. It's, it, it's, it's actually pretty close, but like I said, uh, if you want some of those features, TFT ride modes, then. Yeah, the Super Chief is where it's at. It's got a good-looking seat. It's got an overall good-looking stance. Uh, as far as rideability, uh, triangle, it's got the mid-controls. You, you know, you have moto-style bars on this, risers, with, I would say, what looks to be a medium-bend uh, moto bar, which, like I said, it's very comfortable. I've just ridden the Dark Horse, the, the Super Chief, uh, the Bobber, all of the... Uh, all of the new chiefs i've uh, pretty much test ridden, and i do like the 116 i also enjoyed it on the on the chieftain which was you know a surprise um just the performance of it the low you know the low center of gravity on these bikes they're well engineered and they're they're also made here in the united states and you know some people don't know but i mean the bike sounds very similar to harley davidson it's got a single pin crank push rod air cooled v-twin made in the united states so it's got a lot of things you know going for it when it comes to american cruiser and uh hey that's pretty much it just wanted to kind of talk about the new bikes of course i just got done test riding at a demo event with harley i got to try out uh the new models the the nightster special i was not impressed uh at all from the nightster special I, i actually didn't yeah, I didn't like it. Uh, once you test ride the Sportster S and you move down to the Nightster, it's just it's just lackluster. Um, and then considering that the Sportster S is only like a thousand three hundred more than the Nightster Special, why would you <laughs> why would you even go for that unless you like the overall look of it, of course, with the exterior uh, shocks and the uh, just the toned down design, of course, because the Sportster S looks really cartoonish. I think it's kind of, I think it looks a little ridiculous in my point of view. In my opinion, I don't really like the Sportster S, but man, it handled amazing. Uh, It's got a lot of power, even in, you know, 4th, 5th, 4th, 5th, I'd I'd say maybe even 6th gear. Going at a high speed, there's still plenty of power still in that powertrain. So it is very impressive. And like I mentioned, going from a Sportster to a Nightster, you're you're just left with wanting more. Uh, I would say the other uh, surprise for the event, I would say, was the the uh, the sport the Lowrider SST. I was very impressed by the uh, by the wind protection of their new fairing. And the overall look, I'm a huge fan of the Lowrider ST. I like the fairing. I like the saddlebags. Yes, you don't have a lot of storage capacity. But, I mean, this is one of the bikes where you're sacrificing a little bit of touring for design and for style. Uh, I've mentioned this with the uh, Settlement Gripper Seat quite a few times yes it's got a backrest yes it's comfortable but is it the most comfortable seat out there i would say no uh is the backrest the most uh because it's got a driver backrest is it the most comfortable backrest out there i would say no but like i said these are some of the you know these are some of the the things i'm willing to sacrifice uh for style because i like the way that seat looks i like the way the backrest looks it does a little bit of uh a little bit of both but From, you know, my point of view, it looks, it it looks really nice, uh, with, with the soft tails and it looks also, it also looks great with the twin models, but like I mentioned, you could get, you know, settlement, settlement has more options when it comes to comfort. You could go that route, but for, for my case, I like bigger wheels, uh, 19 inch, 20 inch wheels in the front. Uh. I know a bigger tire performs better, especially after test riding the, the Heritage and the Fat Bob. Of course, they have smaller wheels, but the, but the tire is a little bit bigger, so it, it soaks in a lot more of those imperfections. It handles a little bit better, but I, I would just rather have a little bit less, um, you know, a little bit less handling for a little bit more style. Same thing with the Comfort. I would have a little bit less comfort, but a little bit more for style. When it comes to me, of course. So that just depends on what you're looking for and what you want out of your bike. Uh, if you're you know, riding these bikes for seven, six hours at a time, uh, you would feel different about that. So it depends on how many breaks you take. So enough rambling. Thanks for tuning in to another podcast. Yes, just stay out there. Stay safe. Uh, watch the, uh, the YouTube. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Follow me on Instagram, follow me on TikTok, whatever you got. Of course, I'm uploading content, uh, you know, on a daily basis. So stay out there, stay safe. Don't believe everything you read, life's a risk. Get out there and ride. Later.